This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 226. My name is Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Ryan Holes. How are you? Pretty good. No Kevin again this week. Scheduling conflicts. Uh, what movie do we have you watch this week? Uh, Caravan of Courage. The Ewok Adventure. Oh, yeah. Subtitled yeah. Caravan of Courage. This came out in 1984. We picked this in honor of Rogue One, a Star Wars story coming out this week. I have a synopsis here. Wicket the Ewok and his friends agree to help two shipwrecked human children on a quest to find their parents. This is directed by John Cordy. Ryan, tell us a little bit about the Ewok adventure. Well, there's so much in hell, but I'm going to start off by saying this is complete bullshit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe Star Wars let this go <laughs> because it is a licensed film. Yeah. And my first problem is, and this might have been the other movie, but there was so much going on that I didn't really pay attention. But in this, the Ewok mouth don't move when they talk. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, the other creepy thing about them is that their eyes don't blink either. Yeah. They just have yeah. this kind of dead stare. Yes, and I just, I just don't. I don't get it. And also, the like half the conversations are in between Ewoks or Ewoks and children or Ewoks and people. No subtitles for the Ewoks. They just talk. What the fuck are they What are they I think, saying? I think we just have to interpret what they're saying. I guess it, it just seems like a lazy escape again. But anyway, um, these two kids and their parents are on a space shuttle. The space shuttle crashes and they're, somehow they're, them and their kids get separated. And the kids find a walk and they befriend them. And they're trying to get the Ewok to help them find their parents or give them food or literally do anything. And that's it like five times before the Ewok even get a hint of what they're saying. And obviously with no subtitles, you only know one side of the conversation. So you don't know if they walk kind of heads like, what the fuck are you saying? Or, you're an asshole, do this. <laughs> or, yeah, I'll help you, but you have to do that. You don't know. So, these, did you watch us? I did, yes. Alright, can you explain to me, before they go and fight the what I call the end guy. What the hell is with the magic 
I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I want to explain that, but I literally don't know how. They put shit in a lake, and all of a sudden the lake envelops the kid. (laughs) And they're trying to get him out. And regular sticks, as soon as they hit the water, they disappear. And the kid's underwater for, I don't know, three, four minutes. And finally, they're like, oh, well, try this magic stick. Yeah, use the magic stick. And they put a fucking stick in the water. It's magic. And I guess the kid can grab it. And he gets pulled out of the water. And they continue on their journey to find their parents. Then they have this magic compass in a rock. And at one point, the kid jiggles the rock around. And it rattles. Like, you know, what the hell is this sort of a rock? <laughs> More rock? <laughs> And so they just go around, the kid realizes there's something in it. So I does like drop it on the ground. His throat, he just drops it. And the rock come out, breaks in half, and this little magic compass comes in. And the compass leads them to a cave wall. So they decide to destroy this cave wall with a light blaster and it when watching it and afterwards it doesn't explode like a rock it just vanishes like there's no dust and debris you shoot the rock and poof it's gone so they go into this cave and they find their parents in a big cage up in there, and this uh, this uh, monster is holding the monster. So this monster is rolling around the cave and finds the walk and the kids, and to get away from them, they use fucking. <laughs> the other way I know how to explain it is. They're like, uh, when you life up in Zelda, the little fairies that fly around you. That's mm-hmm. what happened. It's like Tinkerbell. Yeah. And apparently it just wins this guy, or this monster. And there's back and forth and back and forth. And they, they land what they think is. The final blow to this creature, and he falls down in this like bottomless pit, sort of, but and he can't see the bottom. But somehow he survives it and crawls back up the mountain or back up the rock face. And the kid makes one final blow to actually send him back down. This time he's dead. And they go rescue their parents and everyone lives happily ever after, I guess. <laughs> the, the funny thing about that scene at the end is that when the monster comes after them, 
the the cave starts to crumble and there's rocks falling everywhere and they're they're all, everybody's running away except this one Ewok, this one pain in the ass Ewok that's just standing there like an idiot. And this Ewok doesn't move and the main kid, he's like, "Come on, come on, come on." And the Ewok's just standing there and then a big rock hits the Ewok in the head and kills him. Oh, it's how it's how when he was talking to him and then he just died. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what what is going on here? Why did that Ewok just stand there and let himself get killed by these rocks? Doesn't make any sense. And also I'm also wondering it made me think about this because this goes for not just this movie, but any kind of like fantasy movie or Star Wars where you have a giant creature like this. He's he's basically some kind of he's a giant he's a big monster and it made me think is he the only one in existence like is this one guy the only version of his kind is he the only one left alive in that species like where are the other ones at because you have to think if there's one there should be more of them unless he's so endangered he's the only one left you have to go vaporize the rocks to find one. I just think it's weird in movies like that where you only see one, like one creature. Cause, and what's up know. with that pet that has, like, towards the beginning, the more with the weird teeth? I don't even know. That it looked, one part of the movie, it looked claymation. They clean it look, uh, it looked like there was a pulpit. Yeah, they used like a mixture of stop motion and puppet work. Yeah, it looked absolutely terrible. Yeah, none of it looked good at all. It's it's very bad, very poorly done all around. Which, so, and again, bringing me to a point, why, George? Like, uh, like, I understand that you're trying to make money. But don't slowly what you already have going. Yeah, this is just like the the Star Wars holiday special. It it reminds me of that in a lot of ways yeah, where it's just yeah. like why did this why does this exist? I think a lot of people don't even realize that there's an Ewok movie. But not only that, there's two Ewok movies. There's more than one of these. Which I didn't even know. I knew about the first one. I did not know about the sequel. Just, uh, I they're just they're terrible and they are tv movies to be the, the, these weren't movies that were in the theater but still they're still they should not exist at all I, so what did you think about this one overall i hate it. <laughs> i hated everything about it yeah the kids were pretty annoying yes the acting was absolutely terrible yeah, pretty like, pretty shit acting. They said uh, the one girl. This is her, the this say it was her first movie, or introducing. Uh, regardless, she was awful. She, the, the girl that played Sindel yeah. and uh, Aubrey Miller. Yeah, it, it very much seemed like she. I don't know how to explain it. Like. She was overacting, I guess. Yeah. Well, the other kid was, too. The, he played Mace. And then narrated, I'm pretty sure it's the... No, I'm not pretty sure, but to me it sounds like the 
narrator from uh, uh, either Grinch or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, it was. It was Burl Ives. He was the narrator from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh-huh. Which the the whole narrator thing was yeah that was pretty that bad was too. The, the the number one mistake in the bad wrong direction for this. It just it, it came at really weird moments, and they it felt like it was supposed to be some kind of like fairy tale, but it just did not. It didn't work at all. It was pretty pretty ridiculous. I think that that's how they tried to get around the Ewoks not speaking English. Yeah, they... that's what I was going to say. If they want to speak English, one in there, the stupid narrator. Or, or subtitle them. Yeah. Just subtitle them. But I guess this is this was a kid's movie, and they didn't want to do that. So, But still, it's I guess that really with Return of the Jedi coming out, the Ewoks were a big thing. I guess that Lucasfilm saw the popularity of the Ewoks in kids because they were, you know, cute and funny and cuddly and they were one to cash in on that, make an Ewok movie or two of them. I think there was a cartoon as well, but yeah, this is probably one of the worst. I was going to give you episode two and then I was like, there, wait a minute. There's something worse than that. And I, I feel like the Ewok adventure is definitely, I just I can't believe they made two of them. That's that's the thing that blows me away. Yes, absolutely terrible. So let's talk about the director, John Cordy. Uh, he did a lot of TV movies. He did a shitload of TV movies, uh, including. I'm trying to come up with look at some of the interesting looking ones he did because these are all pretty generic sounding. He did Ms. Scrooge, Redwood Curtain, Getting Out, Children of the Mist. Uh, the Long Road Home, A Son's Promise, Winnie. These all sound like they're like Lifetime movies or something. Yeah. A Christmas Without Snow. Oh. That, uh, that was definitely Thomas. Go Ask Alice, The People. He made a he made a movie in 1966 called The Crazy Quilt. The Crazy Quilt. Oh man, yeah, quilt things by itself. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea, but I'm interested. Uh, That's pretty much it. I mean, he just he did a whole shitload of TV movies. I'm reading the synopsis of a crazy quilt here. It says, A man with no illusions marries a young woman who is brimming with idealism. She attempts to remake her husband with her overflowing optimism, but the marriage is severely strained when her first pregnancy ends in miscarriage. They separate, and the woman has a number of affairs, but eventually she returns to her husband. They have a daughter, then settle down to a life that is a blend of the husband's worldliness and the wife's idealism. Is oh, that that quilt, was the whole movie. Like, is that like a sex, sex quilt? Like, what I, the I fuck is so. the quilt have anything? I don't know. I guess it's their patchwork marriage. But I feel like I've just seen the whole movie. Yeah feeling i've seen that over and over and over a lifetime yeah it does that does also feel like a lifetime movie i'm gonna have to look in that class more because my mom's a lifetime addict there you go maybe you saw some of his other movies oh morning and then my follow-up question is which ones do you like 
And if they answer is anything but none of them, <laughs> we're going to butt heads. <laughs> we're going to have problems. Yeah. All right. Why don't we go ahead and give you your drum roll on this thing? Ryan, what do you give the Ewok adventure? One. That's a one out of ten. Uh, I suspected as much. Now, you're a big Star Wars fan. I'm a big Star Wars fan. How excited are you for Rogue One? Pretty excited. Would you say you're you're at the same excitement level as uh, Episode Eight, or are you higher? Uh, um, you know, I'm excited to see where these spinoffs go. Like if they have uh, one about both, and or you know what they're like. Are they gonna be a trilogy when it's all said done? Well, they're planning on, I know that the Han Solo one is, that's a done deal. They're already working on that. They have that cast and everything. So that's going to be the next one. Uh, but I think episode eight's coming out before that one. So we'll have Rogue One and then we'll have episode eight and then we'll have the Han Solo one, presumably. So it's so, sort of like a whole new, uh, you get a button on a new universe, but... Different, completely different stories. From the yeah, universe. it's just going to be completely side side things, which I like. I like that yeah. idea. And the, the Han Solo one is going to be when he's younger and on his adventures before he met up with Luke and Leia. Uh, okay. Which, again, totally cool with that. That's that's going to be cool. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed uh, all three of the original ones. So I'm excited, and the, I like the new one too. So as long as it's more of that style and not uh, fucking George or Banks, I'm at me. I uh, the the new one, uh, Rogue One, is directed by Gareth Edwards. He's the guy who did the new Godzilla movie, the one that came out uh, a couple years ago, and he did a movie called Monsters, which was this kind of indie sci-fi movie that i was a big fan of so I'm, I'm pretty excited i liked the new godzilla too i'm pretty i mean i'll check it out i'll definitely watch um i try to see where they go basically yeah i think it's gonna be and the new one looks really cool so we do have a review up for the new one already on the site uh blake reviewed it for us he gave it a seven out of ten well you know man the Ewok Adventure, for reference, got a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus. Uh, Bro, as of that high. As of right now, Rogue One has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So pe- people are liking it. I- I'm pretty excited. I- I'm going to be seeing it on Saturday. Uh, I-, I might go on Christmas Eve this in, but I'm trying to... Wait for the uh, crowds to thin out because man, well, you know, man, crowds weren't friends. You should try to get uh, Kevin to take you. Oh, like that. Do you know when he's going or if he's going? <laughs> he will go. I don't know when, though. We have to, he and I have to talk about that. I'd like to review it on the podcast this week, but yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on the Ewok adventure? <laughs> If you like Star Wars, this is like the first three, only worse. So do yourself a favor and don't even bother. 
by first three, do you mean the prequels or the original three? The prequels. Oh, the prequels. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost unwatchable. I would say it's it's very very bad, very bad. And uh, the uh, even the like background and set design. One day, one minute it's bright outside, the next minute it's dark. I don't, I don't know how to explain. It just looks really, really fake. Yeah. Yes, it does. It it all looks like they're on a sound stage of some some kind. It's supposed to look like a forest. And the wax mouths don't move and they don't blink. <laughs> that is true. That the, the blinking theoretically, you could have someone who died. That is laying in a casket to the same job they did. <laughs> they did make the one the one that died. They made his eyes close. Uh, and, and, I, and I thought it was funny because it's like, oh, well, it'd be really weird. It'd be probably morbid, too morbid to keep his eyes open when he dies like that. Yeah. <laughs> so they made his eyes close. But I don't think it was like animatronic. I think it was just they used a different head that had closed eyes or they replaced the eyes on the same costume. Yeah. Well, at any rate, yes, avoid uh, the Ewok adventure. It's it's uh, not too good, not too good. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash FilmPulse is the address. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.